From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. I'm Graham, VK4BB. This is the VK National News Broadcast for week commencing May 13, 2018. And SBAS trial takes to the high seas. Australia's satellite-based augmentation system trial is enabling the safe travel of ocean liners and also regional aircraft. In an article in criticalcoms.com.au, they report that the improved positioning, accuracy and integrity of the satellite technology is down to 10 centimetres. As an example, SBAS has been under test with maritime vessels with the giant ocean liner Ovation of the Seas using the system to dock at Sydney's Circular Quay. The trial was conducted by Acoustic Imaging in consultation with the Port Authority of New South Wales. Acoustic Imaging's lead scientist for maritime programs, Nicole Burgesson, said the docking of Ovation of the Seas, which is more than 330 metres long and too tall to fit beneath the Sydney Harbour Bridge, was an opportunity to test how the use of SBAS could potentially benefit operations on Sydney Harbour. We're at a level where metres and centimetres matter, Nicole said. What SBAS is allowing us to do is have the pilot rely just on the information on the computer screen, and if we enable instrument navigation, then the pilot no longer needs visibility to be able to steer a ship. And that's going to allow the Port Authority of New South Wales to bring in more ships more frequently and in adverse conditions. And still on the high seas, L3 Communications Australia has been awarded a subcontract to supply communication systems for offshore patrol vessels for the Royal Australian Navy. While opening L3's new Defence Design and Engineering Centre in Victoria, Minister for Defence Industry Christopher Pine said the contract with L3 would provide the communications throughout the ships, including monitoring systems for the engines and navigation systems for all 12 vessels. This contract will see jobs created in Australia while allowing L3 to package a range of their maritime solutions together, providing further growth and opportunities for local Australian companies, Mr Pine said. Construction will commence on the first ship at Osborne Naval Shipyard in South Australia, VK5, before the end of 2018. Morse code input coming to Gboard Beta. WIA front page news, that's wia.org.au, are reporting in an item by VK5 WTF Marcus that Google has announced at the Google I.O. conference that they will add Morse code to their Gboard software for Android phones. The input method is focused on accessibility and has a few new characters for on-screen keyboards. More technical details can be found on the experimenters page and hardware input is also available for tinkerers. You are listening to the WIA broadcast, available as a podcast where all good podcasts can be found. And remember to share and leave a rating to help other people find it. This is WIA Director, VK5, Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. G'day from David Ford, VK4, Mike Zulu, for the last time on the weekly broadcast as the Vice President of the WIA. I stepped down from office at the AGM in a few days' time. Today, a vision for the future of amateur radio. The world is a different place to when amateur radio first became popular, and that time has passed. Going forward, what amateur radio will become is entirely up to you, the current AR community. Working together towards a common goal, we can rejuvenate the hobby for decades to come. But to be successful, the hobby will take on a different identity.
Just imagine, in a not-so-distant hypothetical future, a world where heroes solve cyber crimes and business superstars exist due to their ability to exploit technology. Esports, battlebots, and drone racing have taken over from sports like AFL and rugby, a future where amateur radio is one of the fastest-growing hobbies on the planet. Multi-operator stations running contests are streamed live online via YouTube and Twitch. Online scoreboards are tracking who's leading contests live, and in a technology-driven world, AR contests are fast becoming the biggest gambling and team events on the planet. SDRs are used to record contests, and commentators discuss the SO2R play of the day. Fantasy contests are run, like fantasy football, where you choose a hypothetical point on the planet to set up your virtual shack, and the rule propagation proves whether you chose the best site and equipment or not. There are adventure sports ran, like marathons, but with soda and Parks and Peaks contacts gaining you extra points towards a win. ARDF contests are run in schools around the country, and ARDF is now an Olympic sport. Amateur radio manufacturers are now some of the most influential companies on the planet. It's not a future that's all that difficult to imagine. Imagine, if you will. In this future, every occupation is aligned with making the best use of technology. Budding technologists looking to build a career, become an entrepreneur, or build something groundbreaking, will need to learn about how to harness the power of IT systems. Here, amateur radio is a stepping stone and a way to learn about the ones, zeros, and maybe even qubits that are the keys to being successful in that future. Your future descendants live and breathe this life as a reality. They think back to how granddad or grandma was a pioneer in amateur radio, they reflect with great admiration and tell their friends about how what you did today made all the difference. The WIA is fundamental to realising this destiny. In this future, the WIA is a virtual office that buzzes with activity. It sounds and feels like a war room coordinating events, ongoing contests, training materials, manages the press and works to coordinate the efforts of radio and electronic enthusiasts across Australia's states and territories. The WIA, working with clubs, both online and local, drives and supports this resurgent interest in amateur radio and helps to build Australia into the knowledge economy that, is, that it is so compelled to become. From that possible future, and back to the present, this year has seen a strong financial repositioning of the WIA. We've set up new systems that will be central to running and automating the business processes of the WIA and systems that act as a central point to collect data, manage communications and enable marketing efforts. We've got a very capable group of people to help run the organisation. We've initiated and brought on board six IT project managers who are eager to run projects and we have an organisation that is now prepared for transformation over the coming years. At the WIA, there are people who dedicate a huge amount of time to working together and achieving the advancement of amateur radio. Unfortunately, it is currently a Herculean effort of a few, whereas what's needed is small contributions from many. If the amateur radio community cannot work together to build a future, then it's a future that will see the decline of amateur radio. 
That future is up to you as part of the amateur radio community. You can support a legacy that sees AR fade into history or take up a call to action and work together to be a part of something great. Support the WAA so that the WAA can continue to be an agent for change and the future of amateur radio. Your support can be as simple as sharing a supportive word for the organization, becoming a member, or even volunteering your time to work on something productive that you enjoy doing with a great bunch of people. The WIA's radio and electronics convention being held on the 19th and 20th of May on the Gold Coast is talking about amateur radio as it moves towards 2020. Registrations closed this week, however, we've been able to negotiate an extension for new registrations until Wednesday the 16th of May, albeit with a late fee. So go online to the WIA website today and get your registration in. That's it from me as Vice President for the 2017-2018 year. Support your WIA where you can. I hope to hear you around the bands and I'll still be around the WIA from time to time. I've enjoyed this year immensely and I've certainly enjoyed hearing the support for building Amateur Radio's future. Have a great day and I hope to see you at the AGM in a few days' time. 7-3, David Ford. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet, streaming and text at wia.org.au. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, Amateur Radio Newsline, NZART, Local News Services VK2, 7 and the worldwide sources of the WIA, including VK2, FKND. I'm Jason, VK2, LAW. May 8 was Amateur Radio Day in Puerto Rico. In his proclamation, Puerto Rico Governor Ricardo A. Rosella Navarez cited the amateur radio response in Puerto Rico in the wake of Hurricane Irma and Maria last September which provided emergency communication on behalf of the American Red Cross as part of the federal government response and efforts to restore electrical power to the island. Amateur Radio Day offers the opportunity to exalt the valuable service of the radio amateurs of Puerto Rico and their contribution to the development and evolution of this important means of communication in our society, the Governor's Proclamation declared. Amateur Radio Day in Puerto Rico is always the second Tuesday of May. However, a gloominess does overshadow the May 8 date. The ARRL report a radio amateur engaged in the Puerto Rico recovery is among the Hercules C-130 crash victims. A radio amateur and Puerto Rico Air National Guard member involved in hurricane recovery there died on May 2nd when a Hercules C-130 aircraft crashed killing all on board. Among the nine fatalities was Eric Serkin's Whiskey Papa 4 Oscar X-Ray Bravo of Rio Grande, Puerto Rico. The cargo plane attached to the Puerto Rico Air National Guard's 156 airlift wing went down shortly after takeoff. According to media accounts, the 60-year-old aircraft was under repair before it took off. It had been used in several hurricane relief and recovery efforts and was reported to be on its way to Arizona to be decommissioned. Ada Lace Call Home Author Emily Calandrelli's latest book aimed at young people, Ada Lace Take Me to Your Leader, featuring amateur radio, has now been published. Ada is an eight-year-old with a knack for science, mathematics and solving mysteries with technology. 
Her latest project is to fix up a ham radio, something she could use to contact people on this planet and beyond. Third grader and inventor extraordinaire Ada Lace likes nothing more than to tinker. Her latest project is to fix up a ham radio, something that she could use to contact people on this planet and beyond. The only problem is she just can't seem to get it to work properly. During a sleepover, Ada's best friend Nina hears something strange coming from the radio in the middle of the night. A distant voice says, Release the swarm, convincing Nina that aliens are about to invade planet Earth. What a great way to introduce young girls to ham radio. Introducing Emily Calandrelli, KD8PKR. Emily grew up in Morgantown, West Virginia. At university, she won numerous academic awards. She became a Truman Scholar, which led to her working in Washington in 2009. She was named to the USA Today All-Academic Team, won the Barry M. Goldwater Scholarship, and was voted Ms. Mountaineer. She later graduated with a Bachelor of Science degree in Mechanical Engineering and Aerospace Engineering in 2010. Subsequently, Calandrelli went to MIT where she obtained a Master of Science degree in Aeronautics and Astronautics as well as a Master of Science degree in Technology and Policy. Calandrelli is a professional speaker and presents on the topics of space exploration, scientific literacy and equality of the sexes in STEM. She's written a series of books to introduce youth to science and technology. Her latest is about an eight-year-old girl with a knack for science, math and solving mysteries with technology. A link to the stories in the text version of the broadcast. I'm Kimberly Olson, VK2 KMI for the WIA National News. Nevada Governor issues proclamation. The state of Nevada has once again publicly recognised the value of her amateur radio operators in the form of a Governor's Proclamation by Governor Brian Sandoval, naming June 2018 as Amateur Radio Month in Nevada. Public acclamations praising the service of ham radio operators in the Silver State are not uncommon. A similar proclamation has been issued by Governor Sandoval during each of his eight years in office. Bigley elaborated about the relationship that Nevada has with amateur radio. On the state level, the Nevada Division of Emergency Management and the ARRL Nevada section maintain a formal relationship. The DEM recognises the ARRL field organisation as being an important resource. If you walk into the Situation Room at pretty much any county emergency operations centre around the state, you're going to see the vest of their local ARIS, Racers, Emergency Coordinator, slung over the back of a chair. The presence of those vests are a testament to the trust that Nevada's professional emergency managers have in ARRL volunteers. Radioactive The Herald Palladium reports Southwest Michigan Emergency Response Agencies have passed a test of their ability to respond to a simulated nuclear accident at Palisades Nuclear Power Plant. The response drill was well received by the US agencies of the Nuclear Regulatory Commission and the Federal Emergency Management Agency. Emergency service agencies plus schools, public health, amateur radio operators and the American Red Cross and others took part. A little further down the log today, Cole VK3LED will have more on Rescue Radio News. Michigan Radio interviews Ruth Willett, Kilo Mike 4, Lima Alpha Oscar.
In a world of Skype and FaceTime, a Kettering, Michigan student and amateur satellite enthusiast Ruth Willett Kilo Mike 4 Lima Alpha Oscar is bringing back the University Amateur Radio Club. Yes, she may be busy with her double major in mechanical engineering and engineering physics, but Ruth Willett always finds time for her passion, amateur radio. And even in this era of FaceTime and Skype, the freshman is doing her best to fire up enthusiasm on campus for amateur radio. KM4LAO talked about the radio club at school and what she gets out of it over a local radio outlet. Historic U.S. Navy call sign NSS will be reactivated during the 100th anniversary of the former naval radio station in Annapolis, Maryland. Members of the U.S. Naval Academy Radio Club, Whiskey 3 Alpha Delta Oscar, and the Potomac Valley Radio Club, Whiskey 3 Golf Romeo Fox, will return the historic call sign to the air during the Armed Forces Day crossband military amateur radio communications test this weekend. Transmissions on CW and SSB will take place on 4038.5, and 17.545 kHz. NSS will listen for callers on announced frequencies in adjacent amateur radio bands. NSS began operation in 1918. For WIA National News in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Ham Radio Operational News, it's Contact Sport. I'm Felix, VK4FUQ. All major Australian contest rules and results are on the contest section of the WIA website. May 12 and 13, Worldwide Mills on the Air. June 2 and 3, Worldwide Museum Ships Weekend. June 17, IAA Region 3, 2018, QRP Day Region 3. July 14-15 Worldwide IARUHF Championship beginning 1200 hours UTC Saturday the 14th of July and ending 1200 hours UTC Sunday the 15th of July. Both single and multi-operator stations may operate the entire 24-hour period. All licensed amateurs worldwide are eligible to participate in this contest. The objective is to contact as many other amateurs as possible, especially IAA member society HQ stations using the 160, 80, 40, 20, 15 and 10 metre bands. Multipliers are the total number of ITU zones plus IAA member society HQ stations worked on each band, not mode. Last year, 11 societies participated in the contest in Region 3. IAA officials represent a maximum of four multipliers per band, AC, R1, R2 and R3. Two regional AC members have the option of using AC or regional designator R3. Regional EC members who are not AC members must use the designator R3. You can find the complete rules at the URL in the text version of this broadcast. Ken Yamamoto, JA1CJP, the Secretary of the IAA Region 3, is planning to participate in this contest with the R3 designator and hopes to work many VK stations during the contest. This news item is also available on the WIA website. Pacific Tour Dave, WJ2O, has announced his plans to activate a few islands in the Pacific before and after he joins the KH1 stroke. NH7Z Baker Island Expedition. His tentative schedule, all dates are approximately as follows. American Samoa, KH8, around June 8 for two days. Samoa, 5W, around June 11 for two days. American Samoa, KH8, around June 13 for four days. Signing KH8 stroke WJ2O. Baker Island, KH1, around June 27 for ten days. Fiji, 
3D2, around July 13 for four days. Dave reports from the Visalia DX Convention. I don't have a license for Samara or Fiji yet. I know an American Samara will simply sign KH8-WJ20 with the group on Bakerui RKH1-KH7Z. VB18FIFA World Cup 2018 Football Amateur Radio Marathon Special event called VB18FIFA will be on the air from the 1st of June to July 15 for the 2018 FIFA World Cup in Russia. Members of the Maritime Condos Club will represent Canada and Radio Amateurs of Canada at the request of the Russian Amateur Radio Union, the National Organization of Radio Amateurs in Russia. The SRR has partnered with amateur organizations in 60 countries to organize special event stations. Unfortunately, QSLs will be via logbook of the world only, but an award for working FIFA stations is available from the SRR online. See the VB18FIFA page on QSL.com for more details. From the Holy Land, prefix hunters will be interested in the special event stations on the air to celebrate 70 years of the State of Israel. Some seven stations with the prefix 4X70 and one station 4Z70. The actual calls to listen out for are 4X70A, 4X70E, 4X70I, 4X70L, 4X70R, 4X70S, 4X70J, and 4Z70IARC. The calls are on the air until the 27th of June. GB1NHS Permanent Special Event Call Sign Essex Ham reports the official launch of GB1NHS. This unique permanent special event call sign is being looked after on behalf of the National Health Service by Paul Devlin, G1SMP. Paul has plans to put the call sign to good use, promoting both amateur radio within the NHS and NHS initiative is using amateur radio. For BK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ Inningham. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hello, I'm Col, VK3LED, with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group's news. First up, digital. The third public test of FT8D Expedition Mode on May 5 is being called a success. The goal of the exercise was to simulate a rare de-expedition pile-up on FT8 by having many stations, hounds, calling and trying to work a designated pseudo-de-expedition station, Fox. A number of participants and would-be participants reported that propagation was spotty at best, according to Joe Taylor, K1JT, on behalf of the WSJT Development Group, which is sponsoring the tests. Joe said, nevertheless, at AA7A, G4WJS, K1JT and K9AN copied 405 unique call signs of stations acting as hounds and at least one fox was worked by 305 of them. FT8D Expedition Mode permits a de-expedition station, Fox, to work several stations at a time, utilising different slots for each contact. The downside is the greater the number of parallel slots, the less power for each slot. Joe said the penalty is 14 dB for five slots and the setup at W7-KH7Z is comparable to what will be used during the KH1-KH7Z Baker Island de-expedition in June. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. Bendigo Amateur Radio and Electronics Club invites you to high-flying radios using satellites for communication. Tony Feller, VK3KKP, 
We'll entertain with his adventures in space with amateur radio satellites, the International Space Station, and a journey back to the 60s when unmanned spacecraft orbited the moon. This month, the Barrick meeting will be held in Castlemaine and commences at 7.30pm this Friday, May the 18th, at the first Castlemaine Scout Hall at 16 Reckleburn Street in Castlemaine. A gold coin donation would be appreciated and tea, coffee and bickies will be available. Barrick members, including yours truly, look forward to seeing you there. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Females in Radio, ALARA. The Australian Ladies Amateur Radio Association, NET, is held each Monday on 3.570 MHz, commencing at 10.30 UTC. King's High School Aris Contact on BBC TV on April 19 showed student Eleanor Griffin leading the live question and answer session between King's High School and Warwick Preparatory School, GB4KHS, and astronaut Ricky Arnold, KE5DAU, on the International Space Station, NA1SS. King's High School strongly encourages their girls to develop their interest both inside and outside the classroom. This culture of empowerment led one of the girls, Eleanor Griffin, to apply to Aris Europe for a highly prestigious link-up to the International Space Station. Following the contact, when Eleanor was asked what this incredible experience had taught her, she replied, Just do it. No one's going to stop you. If you just go and pursue your dreams, you really can do anything. Providing it's not geo-blocked, you can watch the BBC TV news item broadcast on Midlands today at the link in the text version of this week's news broadcast. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio. Cuba's Operation Meteor will involve ham radio assisting the island in preparing for any and all possible natural disasters from droughts to hurricanes and earthquakes. Cuba is introducing the Preventative Initiative next weekend, May 19 and 20, the Chief of the National General Staff of Civil Defence said during a recent press conference. Meteor will also connect with radio and television services, the island communications system and the emergency network of the Amateur Radio Federation of Cuba. Across in Costa Rica, a Memorandum of Understanding was signed between Radio Club de Costa Rica and the Fire Department of Costa Rica to support the development of the ITU Windlink Node Project, part of the ITU's plan for the establishment of a Windlink Node Network in the Central American countries and the Dominican Republic, with the objective of strengthening the response capacities in alternate emergency communications. That's all in this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group News. I'm Cole, VK3LED, wishing all the mums a very happy Mother's Day. Across Australia, across the world, from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In the Burdekin, Dalrymple and Hinterbrook districts, plus the city of Townsville, the WIA news transmission can be heard on the VK4RAT VHF repeater from 9am local time every Sunday morning. On behalf of the Tark Inc. retransmit team, this is Lyndall, VK4 Zula Mike. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions www.wia.org.au On the social scene, and let's look back to last weekend. Clive Sate, VK4ACC, the Radar Club Secretary, has told WIA National News at least 40 persons attended the Rocky Mackay annual get-together at Clareview Barra Crab Caravan Park. 
That was last weekend, May 5. The popular event has been running for approximately 20 years. It's great fun and fundraiser for both the Rockhampton and Mackay amateur radio clubs. Roy VK4RM, assisted by Clive VK4ACC and a few others, disposed of huge amounts of pre-loved second-hand and new treasures during the fun auction. Both CBUHF radios and amateur radios were raffled, as well as a multi-draw raffle. Operators and friends came from all over Queensland for the event. Gavin VK4ZZ from Tark in Townsville had quite a few in tow from up north. And some stayed longer, making the most of the lovely May weekend. May 18-20, to 20, on the Gold Coast, it's the WIA Radio and Electronics Convention and AGM. June 2 in VK4, Redcliffe and Districts Radio Club Redfest at 8.30am. June 9 and 10 in VK5, the 2018 Southeast Radio Groups Convention and the Australian Fox Hunting Championship at Mount Gambier. And also that weekend, June 9 and 10 in VK2, it's the Oxley Region Amateur Radio Club's Field Weekend. July 7 and 8, VK3, Gipps Tech 2018, the 21st Annual Gippsland Technical Conference. And August 4 in VK3, Gippsland Gate Radio and Electronics Club Hamfest. November 11 in VK5, Adelaide Hills Amateur Radio Society Hamfest. November 17 in VK7, the VK7 Hamfest, Miana Community Centre. Now till next we meet, and we'll see a lot of you next weekend at the WIA AGM on the Goldie. I'm Graham VK4, Baker Baker. Surf softly. From Australia, this has been VK1 WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.